On this week's episode of the Past the Everything podcast, we cover a delicious perfume we're mad we missed out on, a new meat trend we'd happily miss out on, what the Mexican drug cartel has to do with our food supply, food coverage from the Beijing Winter Olympics, and an inspiring group of diehard chocolate milk fans. Plus, our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. And we are officially in pre-Mardi Gras mode. Yes, we are. Or are is we, it even pre? Are is we it just, in it now? I feel like we're in it now. Crudevu was the first night where I was like, oh, it's here. Like, there's no there's no pre-Mardi Gras anymore. It's happening. And there was a parade the night before as well. Yes. If you're not in New Orleans, you probably don't realize that Mardi Gras is more than just one day. It is weeks. And hopefully we've been prepping you about that. We've been talking about it to mm-hmm. share the experience. Yes. Uh, parades are rolling for a really long time leading up to actual Fat Tuesday. Parades yes. of all different like shapes and sizes and types and things. Yeah. In my mind, the quote real parades haven't started though, because those are the ones with like the giant floats where people are actually like throwing things and it's it's different from the walking kind of more DIY parades. Yes. Should I say it that yes, way? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, do I help her out here? Uh, no, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a hundred percent correct. Um, the, I guess in a way this feels like the, these are the parades that we're using to kind of warm up and mm-hmm. pregame. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're at the parade routes now and like you're kind of like stretching it out a little bit. Uh-huh. And it's, it's starting to get a little dangerous. You're doing the stuff where like you're at the the stoplight and you're doing the like yeah. the heel stretches oh, and yeah. like the the leg lifts and just quick things to keep your before <sighs> you start actually running again. Um, if Crudevu, which was was that Saturday night yes. this past Saturday, that's any indication to how Mardi Gras is going to go. I'm quite literally terrified because holy shit! I mean, I haven't felt New Orleans be quote unquote alive to that degree in a couple of years. I mean, it was fucking bananas. And we were talking about this before we started recording about how hard it was to get an Uber. We had to pay a friend's little brother to drive us because Ubers were not happening. And you weren't able to make it because you weren't able to get an Uber. Right. And so this before is, we and get this into is before the, the big parades are going down. Well, before we get into the whole story, let's let's introduce ourselves yes. in case it's somebody's first time here. He is my podcast partner. For the sake of the podcast, we call him PTE. He started the past, the everything Instagram that began this whole journey. And the little tidbit about him is he is preparing. Preparing. This week. My, my body and my mind. I'd like to body. know, yeah, a little bit more detail about what your prep process is. Yes. I, um, you want me to share that now? Yeah. It's just drinking. Okay, good. <laughs> I am, I'm not in any parades. I, I just, I watch and I drink heavily and- You are a professional spectator. Uh, yes. I would like to consider myself a professional until I do some stupid shit like lose my wallet, which I did at Crudevue, and I will no, share that later. you are a whole adult. Yeah, I know. It's bad. And- uh, I remember my first beer. Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> 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 and uh, and she's Ashley. She's my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio uh, to help me launch this podcast. And she is also Mardi Gras prepping. However, it is different. Please Yeah, indulge. I promise I'm not just copying off of your little like get to know no, you thing the, this week. The, I feel like the whole city is prepping to their own yeah. Their own degree, like whatever yeah, yeah, prepping yeah. is for them. Yeah, yes. I'm actually in a parade this weekend. Yes. 
Uh, I am not riding in one though. I am dancing in one. I'm in one of the dance crews. And so my prep this week is scrambling. Like, do I have a wig cap? Are my (laughs) wigs detangled? Like, do my blinky lights still work? Do I need to get new tiny weird size batteries? Yes. What's the condition of my fishnet tights? Like, these are very different (laughs) prep questions from you. Like, am I drinking enough water this week? (laughs) Do I have liquid IV stocked up at the house? Do I have liquid IV? Do I have those little uh, Gatorade gum? Me chew things oh, to have on the route for energy. Absolutely. Can I even walk that far anymore? I mean, hello, we've been in a pandemic. Yeah. Do I have the Mardi Gras boots that I need to endure the route and all the shit that we'll be walking through? When I'm holding double whiskey gingers in each hand, am I doing curls like they're dumbbells? Like, am I physically able to hold these for a long period of time? For me, it's like, <laughs> do I have decent condition Dr. Scholl's insert yeah. to go into my dancing boots? Because I'm going to be dancing for literal Miles, miles down a route in a corset where I can barely breathe in, but I look awesome. There you go. Yeah. How's my glitter supply? Yeah. You know, we're, <laughs> I love how uh, different. Very we, different. Differently, we prep for the same exact thing. Because yes. like you're gonna be there. Yes. But like it seems like it's a different. Gonna, it's a different experience. You're gonna experience. have an easier experience. All you gotta do is like you know some curls where you bring the bottle to your face. Bottle and to the face. I'm sure we'll see each other on the route. We usually do, which is really funny because we've talked about this before, not on the podcast. But you're the group that you're in. Everyone dresses basically. I mean, the same, right? Right. Yeah. So. But it's funny because I've been able to spot you every single time. And not like when you're right in front of my face. Like, I'll see you yeah. 15, 20 yards away. I'm like, Ashley! <laughs> <laughs> like, dead on point to you. And it's just, I don't know. And, and, you know usually, and every time I am, again, I'm very inebriated. So it's just really funny. I can point you out and be like, there she is right there. Ashley! <laughs> I think the funniest part about it is that usually in a bar, my friends can find me easily because you just look for the green hair, right? Yes, yes. But in my group where everyone is dressed as mermaids, yes. everyone is is wearing wigs, many of which are green. There's blues, there's teals, there's purples, but they all have my hair for one night. (laughs) I know, which is why I'm like, I've been able to find you pretty easily. Like, I don't know why I'm able to spot you. So, well, I'm excited. I'm excited for this weekend, for next weekend, for Mardi Gras. I I am nervous. I'm very nervous. I'm realizing that my friends land next Wednesday and I'm like, holy fuck, I am so not ready for this. See, and that's something that I don't do. I don't offer hospitality services during Mardi Gras. I'm like, I'll meet you out. Yeah. You take care of yourself. (laughs) See, um, here's the thing. I usually don't either, but I have a friend that came out one year, four or five years ago. And now every year he just comes out. Like it's It's just, just it's just part of Mardi Gras. And he's here for a literal week. And when he gets here, I'm very excited. We have the best time. And then by the time it's time for him to go, I'm like, hey, man, you got to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> like, I need, it's, to, it's too I need much. to curl up and die in a yeah, corner I'm now. like, we're all dying. The house is destroyed. We've been drunk for a week. Like, it's time to, it's time to wrap this up. You know, we start off the scoop where we talk about food in stories in the news. And sometimes I like to tell people about how they can win something awesome for free, whether it's money or free food. Chili cheese keg, uh-huh. which I did not win. <sighs> That's what I was going to check in no, on. I, I, you would have known because I would have. See, I would hope the so. The obnoxious amount of postings and like texts to you yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I was thinking while I was watching the game a little bit, I was like, you know what? Either he didn't win or he's an asshole. Yeah. Or he I had, or he's consumed text. so much chili and cheese that he's like passed out next to it. But didn't invite me first, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been the first text I would have sent out, but no, uh, didn't. You'd text me, be like, "Look what we did! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Joe. We made it." 
<laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> we didn't win. We did not win did the not chili win. cheese no, keg. And I, I want to apologize because this giveaway is not winnable anymore either, but it's so good. I have to share. Okay. I just came in like a little bit too late when I found out about it. Okay. Uh, the Idaho Potato Commission started a giveaway uh, in honor of National Potato Lovers Month and also Valentine's Day. Did not know we were in that month, but now, now we, you know. Now we know. Okay. What are they giving away? Not a lifetime supply of potatoes, but something that can enhance your presence in any room you enter. Ooh. <laughs> it is a limited edition potato perfume okay. that the Idaho Potato Commission made. Fritz by Idaho. That's the name of the perfume. <laughs> Designed to make you smell like a fresh plate of French fries. I, I no, Do you okay. want this? Kind of. And by kind of, I mean, I actually do. And I can't tell. So I didn't eat. I haven't eaten yet today. So I'm like, am I, am I getting confused now? Because my stomach is like, you know what sounds awesome right now? Some hot French fries. And I'm like, I love the smell of hot French fries. Now, do I want to walk into a room smelling like hot French fries? Most popular person in the room. Uh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I kind of want this. It's called Fritz. Fritz by Idaho. I have I to say it. it that way. The bottle is like really fancy. It's like got the little gold spritzer on the top and it's like this nice cut glass and like a gold label that says Fritz by Idaho. I bet you that we can go on eBay. People have to be well, selling wait, they this, They were right? originally selling it on their website, IdahoPotato.com. Okay. It was only like two bucks for a little 1.7 ounce bottle. Oh my God. Sold out almost immediately yeah. because people were like, what the fuck is this? Potato perfume? Also, Send the bottle's it. really nice looking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful bottle. It's unclear if they're making any more, but what they did before they completely sold out is they put some bottles aside. They put them on an Instagram giveaway that just ended. So none of God us can enter to win. Damn it. But I guess you can keep an eye on at Idaho potatoes or IdahoPotato.com <laughs> to see if they Which do a restock. We're already following. So I know I, I wish we were because I would have not missed this if, if I, I were know. following. I'm it. mad that I missed our I chance know. to win Idaho potato perfume, even though I can't smell it. Oh my God. You know, Every time I fucking time. forget. You know what we need? We need Robert Pattinson in black and white doing like some slow-mo weird dance moves. And then just like licking a potato and Lick, rubbing yes, it on himself. Yes, but underneath <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge for no fucking reason. Like this is exactly what, I'm like, wait, what's happening Wait, right do now? you think they don't have a bridge in Idaho that they could use? No, I'm just referencing that weird cologne yeah, commercial that it. I don't understand anything that's happening. And it's like you and I talked about earlier. There's like, so many cologne commercials where I'm like, am I too basic to understand yes. why this is good? Or is this just a crappy commercial? I think it's a combination of the two because I've never understood them. It's always like upside down, slow motion kissing with another model. And then it's like black and white weird dance moves. There's usually like a bridge or New York City is involved. Like wait, there was the one. Um, wait, the one on the beach with like what's his face that became a horse or like maybe he was always the horse. Are you referencing Old Spice commercials now? Because no, no, I understand no, not, those I'm more. On a horse, yes, not that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're referencing right now. We're going to have to look this up. We're going to have to look this up later. I don't. Yeah. And now I can't remember his name, but he's got that face and the hair. And that's really disgusting. <laughs> you just described every human being that's ever existed. So cool. Uh, I really right. prepped for this part of the face. podcast. Yeah. You, know? you know, he's got the face and the hair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
It's got two eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Help mm-hmm. me out here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to remember it. And then Later in the episode, you. I want you to just shout it out. Yeah, okay, good. That's fine. Okay. We'll, we'll circle back to okay. it. Uh, we're going to move on, though, to another new trend that has nothing to do with potatoes. This is something that goes with the potatoes, though. Meat goes with potatoes. See how it connects? Pasta can catch up, but okay. Okay. Meat and potatoes. I like it. There is a trendy new restaurant food that, to me, sounds like redneck go-to. I'm scared. But it is a new delicacy at some restaurants in the UK right now. I'm cringing already. In the UK? Mm-hmm. Okay. Squirrel meat. What? For real. For real. The New York Post just did a big write-up on how the hottest new delicacy at some restaurants in the UK is meat of squirrel. Wait, so they even changed it around to make it sound fancy. Would you like some meat of squirrel? They're eating the North American gray squirrel. It's considered an invasive species over there. So killing and eating them is encouraged and it's showing up on restaurant menus. Wait, so they just have an issue with gray squirrels and to combat the issue, they're just like, hey, you know what? We should just cook these motherfuckers and serve them up on a plate. Plate it up real cool looking. Pretend it's fancy. Wait, can you do your British accent and offer me some gray squirrel? Is that too much to ask? Welcome in, sir. This evening, we have prepared a wonderful daily special of the North American gray squirrel. A few ribs served on a delicious zucchini bed. (laughs) anymore. I can't. I, I don't know what you serve. I, I don't know from, what goes well with again, squirrel. I'm very hungry right now. I went from being like, man, hot French fries. That sounds great too. I actually feel sick to my stomach squirrel, right now. Gross. Just thinking of like gray squirrel on a platter. I can't even say it. I can't even pronounce it correctly. This sounds fucking disgusting. I don't, I don't want, I don't want any part of this. Like, and I'm pretty open-minded when it comes to food. I've eaten a lot of different things. Like I've I don't know. I just can't. Would you try this? No, I but can't. I'm quick, sorry. Quick, quick history lesson. This sounds like they're having the same experience that at one point Louisiana did with the Nutria rat. Oh, no. But, don't. Oh. But I don't think anywhere was like, mm, we got Nutria stew. No. It was more like we'll pay you to trap and kill them and yes. like the the fur became a thing. Yes. Kind of. I Yeah. But I remember when they were paying people to trap and kill yes. them. Now you would not ever go to a restaurant though. Like you want to walk into a fucking commander's palace and get, yeah. With your 25 cent martini lunch and be like, Oh, by the way, would you like some, uh, Nutria. Gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We need to. So never- like y'all can keep that in the UK. You know, I know it's legal to kill and eat squirrels here, and I'm sure people do in certain um, communities. Yes. Not Rural interested. parts of Louisiana in yeah, the I'm South, sure. especially. Sure. <laughs> Not interested. Yeah, I'm, that's a hard pass. <laughs> Something that I have never really liked, and I always get crap about it because everybody else does, uh, avocados. Okay. You're pro-avocado, right? Yeah. I'm, okay. When I say pro-avocado, there are people out there that take it way too far. There's like an, almost mm-hmm. like an avocado church. Like they worship this shit. It's like, guys, calm down. Like mm-hmm. it is it is good, but we don't need to, you know, be on your knees for avocados here. Now we are apparently on avocado watch because there may mm. be a shortage and some prices skyrocketing. And here's why. And honestly, this sounds like the plot of a movie, okay. if you ask me. Did you see the ad during the game for avocados from Mexico? No. Okay, well, I guess you blacked out. There were not many no, great I, commercials I, I this year. I didn't drink during the game. I didn't get a chili cheese keg. Honestly, like I just kind of watched hungover by myself. It was, it was yeah, depressing. But I just, no, I don't remember an avocado I commercial. felt in general that the part that I watched, I wasn't wowed by much. Yeah. 
halftime. Not many things stuck out. The halftime show wowed me. It was the but the commercials best. were just like, meh. Yeah. So, so I guess we missed the one for avocados from Mexico. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But right before the game, okay. the U.S. temporarily banned Mexican avocado imports. So hmm, what's this commercial for then? We can't even get them. Why? The drug cartels have been trying to extort avocado growers and an American food safety inspector received a threat. So they stopped importing Mexican avocados, which is a big issue considering that 80% of our avocados come from Mexico. I thought it was fucking California. California's been That's, advertising the shit out of avocados for so long. And the whole time it's like, you should just be doing commercials for Mexico because they're the ones beginning with avocados this entire time. It sounds like, California is trying to make fetch happen and they uh, probably only do like 10% of the avocados. Yeah, you're a minority avocado holder. Like right. you're not, you're not what we need. 80% of our avocados coming from Mexico. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a problem if they've stopped importing the source of 80% of our avocados. So we need to start hoarding avocados is what you're saying. I guess you are going to be sucking dick for avocado. <laughs> it's going to get weird out there. Is it too late? <laughs> avocado like- toast. Get on your knees, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get weird. I don't know. Like, I just don't. And, and also, like, I'm sorry, but the Mexican cartel, like, they have their hands involved in everything in Mexico. So we're just going to cease trading with Mexico over every sort of, like, good and service they have there. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. What so, is our generation going to do? Our obsession with avocado toast? Like, that's, uh, yeah. that's the reason we can't buy houses, remember? Yeah. Like, according to the yeah. internet. <laughs> Millennials, <laughs> even though technically I am one, you are one. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyways, that's depressing. Uh, I feel like we're not great examples. No, of we're not. Textbook millennial, though. Yeah. Well, because we're on the the end of the spectrum. Like and the even if end. even if my birth certificate didn't put me on that end, I yeah. feel like just who I am as a person. Yeah. Like I'm on the phone a lot, and I know a lot of millennial reputation is like, "Don't call me, ew!" Like I'll never pick up a phone. <laughs> okay, I'm actually pretty bad. I, I'm, that's, that's actually like where I fit the mold. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I hate being on the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Avocados start sucking dick for him. This episode is so international for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You got the squirrels in the UK. You got the avocados in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> And now we go over to the Beijing Olympics. Have you been watching the Winter Olympics? I've actually been watching the U.S. and uh, the U.S. men's and women's hockey team, but because overall, for the most part, especially the men's team, have been kicking fucking ass. It's been a lot of fun to watch, but for the most part, no, not really. Because you know what? I've never even lived in a place where we regularly get snow. Yes. So for me to pretend to care about all the ice sports, yeah, like I have about the bandwidth for figure skating. Fair. I can't tell the difference between all the events when they're doing like ski jumps and things like that. Like, yeah. I don't know that there's, is, is it distance? Is it the tricks that you're trying to do? I don't know. I feel like it's always on and I don't know what's it's a combination of the two. So yeah, you've got it narrowed down. And then I, I do know that when there's only one board, that's snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of two skis. That's fair. Like, right. Oh, Sean White's doing things again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. He's a face I know, but most yeah. of it, I like don't quite you know, I yeah. see, th- I know now from a question that we asked at Trivia last week that bobsled, luge, and skeleton are three separate sports. See, I don't even know what the fuck skeleton is. <laughs> Skeleton's a real thing. Skeleton is where they use the same track as bobsled. Okay. Luge, you go and you're like, you run, 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 and you jump in and your feet go first yeah. and you're watching the whole time as you kind of like lay on your back or like sit in this little 
No, thingy, luge is thingy, great. Right? Luge is just what happens when a kid goes to the playground a lot and just never stops playing on the slide. And then yeah. at one point is like, I want to do this forever. As a kid, we made our own version of luge or bobsled because we put like a mattress from a crib. Yes. Down a set of stairs. Okay. I like it. Crashing the pillows at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been there without the mattress. I just threw myself down the stairs. Well, you, yeah. don't, you don't slide as well. <laughs> yeah, you like, definitely you can really don't. shoot yeah. down there. Everything hurts. Lots of bruises. But skeleton is for the actual insane people because they go headfirst on their stomach. Oh, so they're the trying thing. to, they're asking for their neck to get snapped yes. at like one like millisecond of a wrong move. At 90 miles per hour. Like I would like to crash into that wall. And Jesus. have an icy cold. It's like, are you neck. a suicidal but also an athlete? Check out this ice sport. Like, okay. Run a little bit and then jump on this thing. Yeah. Slide head first <laughs> down an icy slide. Make yourself aerodynamic so you die faster. Right. Work yeah. on your core strength. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Flex your ab muscles while you smash into a wall head first at 100 miles an hour. Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of content on TV and social media all about, you know, the athletes and their experience. Yes. What a lot of people are curious about is the eating experience. What is the culinary experience of the Olympic Games? Yeah. The Olympic Village is always a very hot topic because there's two things that people care about. One, what they're eating. And two, how many orgies are happening every single day. That's a very real thing, by the way. Creating a new superhuman race, just I mean, like all the athletes. They kind of do it on purpose. I don't blame them. Like It's just like a bunch of, for the most part, single athletes running around being like, oh, look, everyone's also a crazy mega athlete. We should probably just start banging each other. In their sense. prime physical fitness. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> tons oh, of money for they endorsements. they are allowed to go anywhere else or do anything. It's right. like, well, I guess I'm just going to go over and check like out the this. the freshman uh, dorm all over again. Yeah, what's up with the skeleton team tonight? <laughs> <laughs> So there has been a lot of TikTok coverage from the athletes, especially the uh, American athletes, telling us what's going on in the dining hall. Okay. I want to back it up. Apparently there was like a big deal about how the food was going to be prepared and delivered safely at the Beijing Olympics. And specifically there was talk that all of it was going to be prepared by robots and delivered by overhead conveyance That's and like all this crazy so jets in future shit. Unnecessary. But honestly, it's, we're still living in a global pandemic. So yes. is it unnecessary? I don't know. I feel like you're adding extra steps. It's like, just do like the bubble method. I'm pretty sure they're not even allowing like normal people to attend the game. It's like, just have like a chef or a team and then get them in the, the fucking bubble area, test them. They're good to go. And then just have them there and they just work the Olympics. And then when they're done, they're done. Like, it's not that fucking hard. You know, maybe it was just China trying to like flex their little tech muscle. Yeah, check know, out all this AI. Like, it's like, yeah. or you can just hire a chef and then make sure they're good to go. Right. Well, turns out in the dining hall, you won't see the robot food overlords. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you will, if you go and sit at a table... Okay. Not that you're going to. We yes. can't. Yeah. Uh, there's all these like clear plexiglass dividers. So you're in a food cubicle. What? Interesting. So you can't like even breathe on the people you around say you. say food cubicle. I'm picturing like in this every scene in jail where they have to like pick up the phone and looking through the glass, <laughs> but that's how the athletes are eating their food. <laughs> you're sitting in a clear plexiglass box. Yeah. Of non-contamination uh -huh. with your food, which apparently is good. I'm, I mean, it has to be. Like, According how can you not to all the videos food? on TikTok, like it's authentic, delicious Chinese cuisine. Uh huh. Unless you go outside of the dining area where there are sponsored 
areas in the Olympic Village. No, McDonald's goes fucking hard during the Olympics. I'm dead KFC, serious. Yeah. Pizza Hut. Uh-huh. But if you want like authentic, delicious Chinese dishes, apparently they do have them in the, what the do you call cubicle it? The, jail. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But none of the robot overlords, which I'm like a little bit disappointed about. I wanted to see that kind of coverage. Okay. Apparently they are only in like this media area and the robots are serving cocktails. I just feel like this is just fucking China wanting to flex and be like, look at these cool robots we built that will serve you a fucking martini. I like to imagine what went wrong and why they ended up scrapping them with the athletes. Like did the robots become sentient? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that headline, like robot goes full robot and kills like a bronze medal winner from the bobsled team from France. Like, holy shit. It's getting real over in Beijing right now. And maybe it's that they have like an old school mindset where it's like, well, we should put them in the media area because those are the people that are going to put out the word about this. Yeah, they're going to snap photos and cover yeah. it and all the that shit. The food comes down from the ceiling and robots yeah. serve you a cocktail. Cool. However, now that there's TikTok, like all of the athletes are like, well, we don't have any robots over here in the dining hall. Yeah, just a normal person handing me my Chinese food and then I'm going to get bored and walk over to McDonald's. <laughs> the diet of champions yeah the diet of champions (laughs) no it's crazy if you watch interviews from like olympic athletes they say that mcdonald's is really popular because they're training um and also participating so hard that they have to like replenish all their calories and they're just like crushing like multiple big macs like fries they probably don't need need the fucking fry cologne they're crushing like sodas all day like they don't give a fuck because they've been training so hard for like you know the past four years now they go to the games. It's like, okay, now we're here and we're competing. I'm going to mm-hmm. crush this fucking McDonald's. And it's not just because the Idaho potato perfume has been sprayed <laughs> in the air. No, but God, I want that. I want that cologne. By the way, so bad. I don't even care. Adam driver. That is the guy from the other cologne commercial with the You're horse right. on the beach. Holy shit. <laughs> he has the he hair and the face. Yeah. Oh my God. He does have the hair in the face. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I also just watched the last duel really random, but I watched that like the other week. Really good movie. Everyone should go check out The Last Duel. Adam Driver does have the hair on the face. He does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't give you more info about, about his hair yes. and his face, but you you know. Yeah. Emphasis on hair and face. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You're right. Still on Olympics, though. Okay. Pizza Hut has a new pizza inspired by the Olympic sport. Curling. Curling pizza? It's, it's like, just a circular pizza. It's just a pizza. Yeah, it already is a pizza. Okay. But the design of it looks like, what do you call it? Like the the field, the the track, like the, I don't the even, board, the floor? I don't know. To me, it's just like people size, like shuffleboard. That's all it is. I mean, really. So there is like a goal that you're trying to get it into. I learned today that it's called the the house. That's the target. They call it the house. You're trying to you're get trying the to get circle the, thing. The, and- the big, the heavy thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> You can tell we've been watching the Olympics very right, closely. Right. Got to get the heavy thing into the house. Into the house. Yes. With little sweepies. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this game sounds awesome. <laughs> So this pizza, unfortunately, at Pizza Hut is only available at participating locations in Japan. Why? Oh, come Why? on. That's not even where the Olympics are happening. Is that where the world's most avid curling fans are? Like, what's happening? Why Japan? Maybe Japan has, like, this crazy curling culture. Wow. 
Oh, you don't leave that in there. Crazy <laughs> curling culture. Oh, that was really hard to say. I don't know. And we don't even know about it because we, we're just learning out about the house. I don't think the sweepies are really called the sweepies. So fuck, we don't, probably don't know what the hell we're talking the about. The sweepies here. are the heavy thing. Yeah. The pizza itself sounds way more bougie than anything we get at our pizza huts in the States. Well, it doesn't take much, but I'm curious to hear it. It says the pizza maintains a curling inspired recipe, which what? What does that mean? <laughs> A crust topped with penne in a white sauce, along with gouda and mozzarella cheese, a ring of basil sauce around the perimeter, and a blue crab lobster sauce in the middle, which creates the curling target known as a house that will be instantly recognizable to avid fans. So basically, we are just now discovering that Japan makes the best pizza in the world. I mean... This pizza sounds incredible. And it's still Pizza Hut. So, like, I feel robbed oh now. Oh, my God. Imagine going to, like, a local neighborhood pizza place in Japan. Mind fucking blown. Pizza Hut is on this level over there. Like, we're really fucking up over here. Blue crab lobster sauce? Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> Don't let the rest of America find out what Japan is getting on their Pizza Hut. We're way too lazy. Even if we do find out, you think that, like, the head of Pizza Hut's going to be like, yeah, we should implement that over here, too. Hell no. They're just going to do some deal where it's like, but if you buy two larges, it's now $16.99. And we put cheese in the crust. Yes, which sold. <laughs> Eat up, fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Here you go. We put chicken nuggets on your pizza, and we're like, cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean, actually, that does sound pretty awesome. Ah, I was like, joking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the curling pizza. I'm so hungry. Ugh. Curling pizza only at participating locations in Japan, only around through February 20th. Okay. Which is Valentine's Day. According to the podcast. Go to sure. Japan. Get yourself some pizza. Just saying, get some curling pizza with your V-Day date. I saw a meme about curling. It's like all these dudes look like they were just trying to get out of the house for the night and they went to a bar and now they're on an Olympic athlete yeah. curling team. Every time I watch them do the curling. Is that how you say it? <laughs> That's probably not how you say it. Every time I watch curling, I'm like, this is the one sport I feel like I could participate in. If I really put some effort into it, like I could be, I could be in Beijing. Right All now. I see every time is I'm like, why hasn't Swiffer contacted the curling team and got them to be the official representatives, like on a commercial the campaign sweepy things. Yeah. Like the concept is like, Showing the American curling team, blah, 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 doing yeah. the sweepies and the, the pushing the heavy thing and the, the target. Yes. You don't have to be an Olympic curling athlete. You don't. To have great looking floors. And then yes. like a regular person <laughs> comes by with their like Swiffer wet jet and they're like, yeah, see? I agree. I did it great there without your a, sweepy technique. I think I'm, I think I'm right on this, but someone's going to have to fact check it. I'm sure someone's going to message me and be like, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I think that those sweeping things are actually like shaving the ice. So they're like controlling, like they're basically like shaving the ice in front of the heavy thing to control like the speed of it to get it into the house. Are they shaving or is it just like I creating like heat and- smart and really dumb at the same time, mostly on the dumb side. But I'm pretty sure that it's that the sweeping thing is actually shaving the ice. I just imagined or just assumed that it was creating some kind of like friction-based heat or whatever. Oh. And like... See, I can be slow on anything. A little hot cap. <laughs> I don't know. We clearly know nothing. So and we Louisiana haven't been watching. dumbasses yeah. trying to explain curling. <laughs> the sweeping when they thing. Do the Why curling? is this for doing stuff? <laughs> when they do the curling. When they do the curling. We just... Ugh. Look. All right. All we should do is talk about I'm the so, pizza. Honestly, I'm really hungry and I blame everything on the fact that I haven't eaten today. 
Well, this pizza <laughs> is out of your reach. I'm sorry. It's only in Japan. Yeah, for Valentine's Day. And the perfume is sold out, and you can't win it. So. God, that's so depressing. It was only $2. I'm, that's something we could have actually done. You know what you could probably get your hands on, though? Mm-hmm. Some squirrel. This, no, stop. <laughs> Gray squirrel. Way more accessible than curling pizza. Ugh. One of my favorite stories takes us back onto American soil. Okay. Going over to the West Coast uh, to a group of California fourth graders mm-hmm. who I, I applaud. There was an issue in their cafeteria at their elementary school. So their teacher helped them learn all about protesting. Okay. Organized a group. Like they learned how to research their platform and make great effective signs and how to communicate clearly with the people in charge, the decision makers. And all of this was over the school's decision to remove chocolate milk from their lunch menus. Yeah, that should cause a full-blown riot. They should be, that school should be thankful that there is a teacher there to help push the kids down the right path instead of going full-on anarchy mode because taking away chocolate milk is fucking brutal. And you and I have talked about this before, about our past with chocolate milk in elementary schools because you revealed that you drank bagged milk. And I never heard of that. And I was like, are you fucking serious? I thought you were messing with me. Like, yeah, we drank chocolate milk out of bags. I only got chocolate milk on Fridays and it was called Moo Milk. And then when I shared that, I actually thought that I was the normal one. The amount of messages that I got from people being like, yeah, dude, I drink bagged milk too. And I'm like, this is insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Well, in 2020, apparently, the somebody, the California, whatever district this is, uh-huh. made the decision to take away chocolate milk. So... I mean, I was the kid that didn't like white milk, so I'm either drinking chocolate milk or nothing. So you're racist. (laughs) Milk racist, yes. (laughs) Sure. I know you're trying to make me look bad, but yes. Yes. Ashley admitted milk racist. I mean, yes. Yeah. And it sounds like this kid, Jordan Reed, is just like me because one of his main arguments that he made to the people in charge is like, look, you took away our chocolate milk, so now we're not drinking it at all. So now we're getting no nutrients. Mm. Would you rather us have the one with slightly higher sugar or not drink it at all, and now we're wasting the milk because you make us take it, and we don't want to drink it, and we throw it away? Wait, so they just replaced their chocolate milk with regular milk, and the kids are just flat out not drinking it in protest. Right. Good for them. They literally, in this in the news story that I found, there's a picket line, and they're literally saying, what do we want? Chocolate milk. When do we want it? Now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's adorable. They're like a group of 26 fourth graders literally protesting uh, for their right to chocolate milk. That's the cutest like protest I've ever heard of. Um, that's incredible. I hope the school does reinstate it. It's obviously making national news, which is even better. Like, good for them. You, you know what? I have the update already right now. Oh. I have the end of the story. Okay. Their efforts paid off. There was a compromise. And now the kids at that school are going to have chocolate milk, but only one day every other week. It sounds like your moo milk situation. Yeah. But you know, these kids are going to go ham on that one day. Oh, that one day. They're going to be so milk drunk. I mean, like just passed out, like empty cartons of chocolate or bags. We don't know. I don't want to assume it's cartons. But also I want to see the school's attendance records on chocolate milk day every other week. Mm. 100%. Oh, 100% attendance. attendance. Everybody's there on chocolate milk day. Every other week is 
pretty weak. I will say that, though. I mean, I understand like they're giving the kids a compromise, but I don't know. It's kind of bullshit. I thought you were going to say every week they got it, which I was going to respond. That is just what I had when I was a kid, the every Friday thing. Every other week is a little bit, I don't know. I mean, we had it every day unless they just like ran out. You but, had it every day? But then again, I grew up in Louisiana and we're backwards on everything. So <sighs> the school's eating, not doing eating great. Nutria, chocolate milk, we chocolate got milk it. every day, out of bags. <laughs> what kind of world are we living in here? Every good list Louisiana's on the bottom of, like including education, education and like obesity. Nutrition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, obesity are at the top of the list. <laughs> but I'm going to keep putting my hands in my hips and bragging about chocolate milk in a bag every day. And we also got Mardi Gras, so fuck all y'all. Yeah. Wait, that was also a thing. Yeah. Uh, I was telling one of my friends about this the other day. The families that didn't want to do Mardi Gras that year, mm-hmm. you still get off of school. So that's the time that everybody goes skiing and yeah. to Disney World. Yeah. I mean, there's it's literally like two options. Like you're either in Orlando or you're like you're in Breckenridge. It's like everyone does the same fucking thing. But like everyone there is from Louisiana yes. because yeah, you everybody just, else yeah. has work. Yeah, it's just LSU polos everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and like the the Perlis Mardi Gras yeah, the stripe. Perlis Mardi Gras stripe uh-huh. shirt. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I still I've never purchased one, by the way. I still just don't have one. I don't know. I'm just like, am I real Louisiana if I if I don't have one of those? Is that how it works? I mean, I feel like everyone has one, right? Like just in their closet at all times. Like, yeah, I can bust it out when I need it. They're also like deceptively thick shirts. And that when it gets really hot outside, like you're sweating through that pearless. Right, yeah. right. Anyways. Not every Louisianan is that type of Louisianian. I agree. Yes, I was obviously being a little Some is more there. like the thrift shop and like throw yes. a wig on it. And like, that's my Mardi Gras outfit. That's me. Yeah. Swipe <laughs> of glitter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, then you get blackout drunk and you wake up, there's glitter all over your bed. That's the worst. I'm going to tell you, Mm. packaging tape, you can just stick it and it picks up all the glitter. Like, like a big extreme lint roller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You've done this before. I've glittered before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have my master's in glittering. Thank you very much. That is all I have for (laughs) our scoop stories this week. All right. I, I have a feeling your food blow is that you didn't win. The keg. Oh, do you I, have something else? Oh, it goes. There's a there's a lower than that. Oh, I'll go. I'll go high and low. High went to uh, anniversary dinner. La Crepe Nanu, fantastic meal. Um, I, it's hard. Okay, I love. I never realized I love French food until I moved to New Orleans, and mm-hmm. I always go back and forth. Is La Crepe Nanu is that place or oh my god, I'm spacing out here. Help me out. Mid city. The hair in the face. No. God. Uh, <laughs> Cafe de Gaulle. Or is okay. Cafe de Gaulle my favorite French restaurant? But I hadn't been to La Crepe Adam Manu. Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> hair in the face. God, it somehow made so much fucking anyways. I need to get I need to move past it. Um I had I haven't been to La Crepe Nanu in like four or five years. And I was like, this is a good chance to revisit it. Um mussels steamed in white wine and garlic and a cream sauce, assorted cheeses with a baguette. And I had lamb chops with a cognac reduction and fritz. Um, incredible meal. Very, very good. That was my high. My low is the complete opposite of my high. My low is I proceeded. I went out for crew de vue. I got uh, very inebriated. Again, trying to, trying to waken up the Mardi Gras drinking muscles. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fully black out. It was pretty close. But I did... Uh, happened to lose my wallet and I didn't realize it until I got out of the Uber when I was going home 
and I am in the driveway and I'm like doing the pat down. And I'm like, but Pat, I know I'm like, I'm pretty close to blacking out. Like it's starting to, it's starting to fade. And I'm like, I don't have my wallet on me. And then I go into a uh, self-loathing mode where I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. I hate myself. Why do I drink so much? I'm a grown ass man. This is getting fucking obnoxious. Why do I do this to myself? Proceeded to do that the rest of the night, like an idiot. And then woke up with like the, you know, the hangover, like anxiety. So the whole day I'm like, man, like how the fuck am I doing this? And also my entire life was in there, obviously, like all my debit cards, all my credit cards. I was about to ask you, did you at least do the pro move of separating some of the contents of your wallet? Everything. But here, (sighs) but here's the weird part. The reason why I was also being so hard on myself is as many times as I have been drunk in my life, I have no bullshit, never lost a wallet ever. So I'm like, why is this the one night where I lose the wallet? And I was because you're out of practice. I know. And that's why I'm like, I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for Mardi Gras, but check this out. And this is why I'm like, do I need to buy a fucking lottery ticket? I called Lafitte's in the French quarter. I called them the day I'm hungover. So I call mm-hmm. them on Super Bowl Sunday. My wallet was there. <gasps> Someone had turned my wallet in during Mardi Gras season. What a sweet human. On Bourbon Street to Lafitte's of all places. I drove down to the French Quarter and I picked up my wallet. Everything was in there. Not a single card was used. And I'm like, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket. Oh my God. Because the odds of losing your wallet mid Mardi Gras um, with that literally thousands of people around on Bourbon Street at Lafitte's, which is always fucking slammed. And some kind stranger turned it into the bar completely untouched. So whoever that person is, I just want to say thank you. Bless you. Yeah, because I am I am undeserving of your kindness. Like you legitimately yeah, dude. saved my fucking life. Like I, I just assumed it was gone. And the fact that someone turned it in, I am still in shock over. So long story short, I have my wallet. Everything's good to go. So that, but, oh, but you know, the food part about that is uh, when I did wake up the next morning, there was uh, rallies wrappers all up in the bed. Because your boy ordered Rally's Uber Eats at like oh. two in the morning and then proceeded to eat it in bed um, while being like, I hate myself, but I can still access my credit cards via Uber Eats. Yeah. And I'm going to crush this burger, large fries and a Coke. And then I woke up and the rappers were literally surrounding me. And that was what I woke up to. So real classy. That is the silver lining of doing Mardi Gras in this current time. Yes. That delivery services that already have my payment information exist. Yes. Because yeah, when you lose something, like if had been 10 years ago, oh, you're, you're nothing. screwed. Yeah, like I can't eat now. <laughs> nope. I can't, yeah, <laughs> I'm fucked. Uh, I also went out this weekend, but did not make it to any parades. Okay. My highlight of the week food-wise was going out to a birthday dinner uh, that we accidentally planned also in the quarter on the night where there was a parade in the quarter. Oh, shit. On Friday night. Uh, the night where we usually do sleepy girls supper club, we took to celebrate one of our sleepy girls birthdays. So Kelly picked that we would go, uh, over on Decatur to Dan Shin. Okay. Uh, amazing Chinese. Uh, we ordered, we, we do the thing where we, a group of us just say like, I think this sounds good and this sounds good and this sounds good. And we order a shit ton of different dishes. That's a great restaurant for that. That's a great restaurant for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we got all kinds of dumplings. Um, what's the one with like the crab and crawfish? Uh, those dumplings were amazing. Um, did you get the got, soup dumplings? 
did anybody bite into it and have like hot broth like spill over their face? Because I've done that before. Well, we learned and we had the spoon waiting underneath. So it wasn't just like an embarrassing burst moment. Yeah. Well, the trick is you have to poke it with the chopstick. And then you have uh-huh. to open it up and then get some of it out and then do the spoon thing, which I did not know the first time I ever had soup dumplings, I burned the fuck out of myself. <laughs> They're like the gushers of Chinese food. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> soup dumplings, the gushers of Chinese food. That's so uh, it's absurd. It's so we had true. some spicy chilled noodle bowls. We had uh, beef and broccoli. Yes. We then wanted something a little bit more spicy. So we got some Szechuan beef to share. Ooh. Everything was so good. And then we went out on a bar crawl. Wait, was this the dive bar bar crawl that you were telling me about? Yeah, she only wanted to go to places that have jukeboxes. Oh, okay. That was I like it. So if if it didn't have a jukebox or was otherwise a dive, like we weren't gonna go. How was the how was the bar crawl? It was good. Yeah. But it also contained my low. Ooh. <laughs> my low was that I was going to do once again the boozy cupcakes for her. Okay. Uh, and I was gonna do a red velvet boozy batter. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm fucking starving. From scratch and then bring yeah. them so we could either eat them at dinner or eat them at a bar wherever we decided. Uh-huh. And I got everything except for milk. So I couldn't make the cupcakes at all. Oh shit. But I still had these candles that like were supposed to go and we were going to make a big scene and like sing to her somewhere and blow out the candle. Uh-huh. So since I couldn't make the cupcakes, I still just brought the candles out with us. So and you just hold, held the candle and lit it. And you're like, we were sticking them in frozen Irish uh, coffees. Oh, nice. That's actually a pretty good, a pretty good use for it. We did it at Molly's and we're like, this oh, is a great Molly's. idea. Yeah. Then we decided to go to Aaron Rose and did it again there. I was like, this is still a great <laughs> so idea. So you're on a frozen Irish coffee kick at this point. I mean, you're going to the top two spots. I mean, there was a couple other places in between, but the other ones, you can't really put a candle into a drink. Yeah. It'll, it won't work. Yeah. But to the, a vodka the, soda. Yeah. <laughs> the thickness of the yeah. frozen yeah. made it work. That's awesome. And then we almost all got kicked out of the bar because... I then lit another candle just to watch it burn uh-huh. and see if it would do the little sparkly things because uh-huh. they're supposed to be sparkler candles. And then the guy from outside the bar came in. He's like, uh-uh, no fire in here. You can go home and set your own house on fire, but you got to get out. No like, fire in here. You're oh. holding a candle. Yeah. That's a little aggressive. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something crazy like y'all got blackout drunk and someone was yelling and then like. You're joking around that you were going to light the place on fire because that's a that's a me move. No, there's there's a picture that one of our friends took uh, and Kate sent it to me later. Of it, it literally looked like I was psychotic. Like I was. Oh, you look like a crazy person. Like a crazy person oh, holding yeah. a candle at yeah. a bar. That's yeah. that's fair. Like you had the look in your eyes. Like oh yeah, you probably shouldn't have been here right now. <laughs> yeah. We finished the night with pizza. It was fine, but just the low was that I yeah. I blanked out on the one on one ingredient that meant that I couldn't make the cupcakes at all. Okay. High and low in the same night. Very yeah. very rare occurrence. Yeah. Well done. We didn't get kicked out. Almost did. Almost did. I'll try again next time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> next time, if you really want to commit to uh, the whole bit, light the place on fire or at the least most, attempt to. Wait, the most New Orleansy thing about it is that he came and like fussed at me and said that I could go set my own house on fire and uh-huh. then pulled up a stool behind me and sat down and took a nap. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I pictured after he like chastised you, just completely let it go. It's done. Like it's just, it's, yeah. He took a nap. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. That's it for food high and low. Is that it for this whole episode? Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. That was everything. We got Mardi Gras stuff to do. We got to go. We will talk to you next week. Mm -hmm. We will not talk to you the following week. No, there's that is not happening. 
That's uh, us being realistic. Yeah, to record in the middle of Mardi Gras, it's just... Uh, and we usually record on Tuesdays, and it's going to be Mardi Gras day. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. LOL. Even thinking about, like, logistically trying to... No, it's no, not happening. No, nope, it's uh, not happening. We'll be back after that to talk about everything, and that'll be fun. In the meantime, we do look forward to talking to you and spending some time together every week. In You can always look us up on social media at Pod. You can share with a friend. No Mardi Gras, but yes, next week. Come back for seconds. <laughs>